There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hi! Welcome to Rotten Treasure! We watch The Incredibles. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell, and with me as always is the other host, Kai Bobby. Perfect. Actually, I asked you to do your third best high. That might even be, like, two? Thank you. Wow, I'm sorry I missed the mark. Yeah, no, I mean, it wasn't the best. I, it's it's where it needs to be, and I'm only uh, vamping right now so that I could pull up uh, something I wrote down. Hey, Jim, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> where did you get off? <laughs> no, I just wanted to start the episode with drama. <laughs> Yeah, not as much drama as our guest. Uh, Good. Uh, uh, one of the hosts of the Watching It podcast, it's Donnell Johnson. Hey, hey, how's it going? I, I, Jim, I, I'm going to step in here and say I kind of felt like that was more of like a fourth best high in my opinion. Like, wow, I, I felt like you could have put a little bit more effort in. Um, like, mm-hmm. you, I, I'm here. I feel like maybe put in some effort because I'm here. But yeah. it, 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 <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> uh, I don't really feel like who were you were saying hi to was established. <laughs> oh, I'm I sorry. Just, I didn't establish the the who, what, and where of our podcast. I, I just feel like the listeners would be a little confused. Are you saying hi to them or are you saying hi to somebody else? You know, where, you know, so maybe if we could just take it back, try again. Yeah. You know, let's, from let's, the tie? Oh, let's sorry. Okay. Well, well, okay. Well, sorry. Okay. <laughs> hi, listeners. Welcome to Rotten Treasure. <laughs> Here we go. There we go. See, that was solid. You know, we established two. Now, if we can only establish what time frame this high is. In. <laughs> uh, so like the 1960s, also, like what kind of vibe are you putting on this? <laughs> there's something, there is something funny to me, like someone listening to a podcast and like hearing and like hearing the person go hi. And they're like, oh, you're talking to me? Like, <laughs> they're looking around the room. Like when you wave, like when someone waves to you on the street and then you turn around, you're like, oh, no, it's someone behind me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I always like uh, their I can't, like description of a podcast is like hanging out with friends who don't know you're hanging out there. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there was this picture, someone put a line like the, a group of friends like sitting together eating ice cream, and then there's like another guy sitting in a bus behind him. Eating ice cream. <laughs> oh, like, that's what listening to a podcast? Is. No, it's yeah. it's three Wait, people eating. It's a picture of three people eating ice cream, and another guy also yeah. like sitting there like. I'm in here, too. I mean, I flat out told, had gotten that meme sent to us, uh, and that's how people feel about our podcast. So it's so lovely to hear that. Um, honestly, I want to appreciate them by going to their house and eating cereal and making them do a podcast. <laughs> Let me just sit in on your conversation. <laughs> yeah, how about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cook dinner that, while you talk. That, that, you know what? You know what? That could be like one of your high Patreon levels. Like if you pay, you know, a certain amount, $75, we come to your house. Yep, we bring the microphones. <laughs> we bring the camera crew. We're going live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, while, a... while we cook dinner. Not dinner we're going to share with you, by the way. <laughs> no. There's a, there's a podcast I listened to where they had a Patreon uh, uh goal of if you give us a thousand dollars we'll fly you to us and then go to six flags with you and lo and behold two people took them up on that offer they paid a thousand dollars to go do that and it just so happened that one of the guys was the funniest uh, episode they've ever done i just feel like that's a very subtle way of getting a free trip to six flags because they're yeah. like we'll take you to six flags you gave them a thousand dollars that's how they played for the tickets that's how they played for the plane tickets and everything mm-hmm. so it's like no no mm-hmm. it, 
you're not you're paying for your own trip and the hosts are just going with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is insane ingenious. So I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> is it a thousand dollars? Is it a thousand dollars to go to uh San Francisco right now? Well, Jim, I like the idea of this happening to us because people would have to go to two, like they'd have to do two trips. Like they got to, they got to go to Philly and then they come to Minneapolis and then they just like wine and dine both of us. <laughs> yeah, you guys just get a nice experience out of it. Oh, the cheapest flight to uh, to San Francisco from New York right now is twenty three dollars. Twenty three dollars. Yeah. Oh. What the fuck? No. Uh, Okay, when I said, give me a flight from New York to San Francisco, it was like, well, the cheapest flight is $23. It's from Los Angeles to San Francisco. It's like, I don't care about that. <laughs> that doesn't make that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I guess they're like, well, if you fly from New York to Los Angeles and then fly from Los Angeles to San Francisco, this is the cheapest flight. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever hear about... Um, there, was this, uh, there was this website that used to be able to go to that got shut down by the, uh, the airports. They found out that if you the cheapest way to fly was to do uh, layovers, right? Mm-hmm. It's the cheapest way to do it. And they found that like if you had a layover, it, like if let's say you're going to New York to uh, Los Angeles and you had a layover in Denver. If you wanted to go to Denver, it was a lot of times cheaper to fly from Los Angeles uh, from New York to Los Angeles and then have the layover in Denver, and then just don't go to Los Angeles. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I remember hearing something like that. That yeah, it's just it's like, like people it's... hate layover flights that much that they're willing to make them that cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're that. so cheap that the that the middle flight is uh, can be more expensive than uh, actually uh, than doing the layover. Did did he actually end up losing that lawsuit, or did he end up winning? Because I know there was a lawsuit. I remember there being a lawsuit. I remember the website got shut down, so I'm pretty sure he Sounds lost. Sounds like he lost. Yeah. yeah. I'm not grammar. Shut down, though. But uh, speaking of, real quick, uh, cheapest flight I can find from uh, New York to San Francisco is Flying United, and it's going to cost you 198 bucks. But that is round trip. That is that's a round trip flight. That's, okay. I, I, the, the problem is you got to fly United. Um, yeah, no. I mean, at least it's not Spirit Airlines, so you got that going for you. <laughs> which one was the one where, the, where that doctor got uh, punched? Uh, I'm pretty sure that was actually Southwest. Yeah. Was it Southwest? South- Southwest is known for the cage matches they have when they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> you know that sometimes it's sometimes it will be uh, it will be uh, was it customer versus customer or passenger versus passenger. Sometimes it'll be passenger versus flight staff. You know. Yeah. You know you don't know what you're signing up for, but no, you know, no, like, I want this though. Why isn't truly- there like? flight like a like a fight airline like i want like a fight club airline yeah and that's they they charge cheaper tickets yeah you're gonna have to fend for yourself you get on that flight and like hey if if everything's cool and kosher you might make it there with nothing no problems but there's also a high chance that somebody's gonna pop off and next thing you know i'm hiding in the bathroom the whole time (laughs) (laughs) oh you're gonna be the guy who gets the fight started because you're gonna be i need to go to the bathroom (laughs) i've got diarrhea Uh, (laughs) nothing keeps everybody away nobody wants to fight someone with diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, truly the Waffle House of uh, of uh, uh, of a flight of an airport of an airplane. <laughs> ah, Waffle House, American treasure. I love you're gonna get when you walk into one of those. <laughs> I love the old vine of there was like a brawl in a uh, in a Waffle House, and some guy recorded himself uh, talking over, going, "Excuse me, 
excuse me, I'd like a waffle, please. And the, the person, <laughs> they're like getting their head bashed in. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. But you know what? There is definitely a customer who goes in and just sees fighting happen and still definitely orders their drinks oh, like nothing's happening. Yeah. The Waffle House, that's a Tuesday. Like, if you go in and you're disturbed by the fight, you're never going to get service at a Waffle House. Like, you know, if you, you guys, if you're at a Waffle House, you know what's up. You're, you're like, yeah, there's a good chance someone's going to be beating somebody else up. There's probably a drug deal going on on one of the booths, and right. I need a Waffle. And so you just, you, you ignore that. You get your Waffle. You try not to get in your own fight, you know? I I've had these moments of Wawa where I'll, I'll go to a Wawa and we'll uh, we'll order some food and then I have to go pay for it. And then a fight will break out because it's 2 a.m. and everyone's drunk in Wawa. And I'll be like, can I just give you my money and go? And they're just like, yeah, just, I, I, I'm not in the fight. They're in the fight. Someone else has got to deal with it. Jim, I know what a Wawa is, but for our listeners, you just sound like you're a baby. <laughs> I, well, I, 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 <laughs> I was in a Wawa. <laughs> like, what are you? <laughs> like, what? I, the longest time when I heard people talking about a Wawa, I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, are you what, trying to say Walmart, but you're just not getting there? <laughs> pretty much. Uh, well, there's other ones that are like regional stores that are just weird. I mean, one is that there's actually a store called a Piggly Wiggly. I heard, yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to Piggly Wiggly. And I was just like, you're going that's where a, now? <laughs> that's a grocery store in Texas, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A- am so, I right about that? Well, if you or if you're in the, like the the Midwest, I mean, you can always just tell people you're going to the come and go, and that's always fun to say out loud. <laughs> that's a great place to get a come and go. Yeah, that is a gas station. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. it's only dirty because we hear it is dirty, but they said no. Also, no, 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 no. <laughs> the come is spelled C U M. No, it's spelled no, it's spelled K U M. Thank you very much. I have a lighter from there. Oh, sorry, because I'm a child. <laughs> yeah, it's still spelled with a U. Like, uh, yeah, we can't. Uh, pre- we don't have to pretend like it's uh, like we're the ones that are dirty. They they spelled it come. So Piggly Wigglies are in Wisconsin and Illinois. Um, okay, okay. Seventeen state, five hundred thirty stores in seventeen states. Besides those two, and uh, yeah, they 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 still. They still call themselves a Piggly Wiggly. I just, I just feel like I don't know. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like a purple nurple. Like it sounds something that happens to you that you don't want. Yeah. 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 Or like I said, it always just sounds like a slang name. When you find out that name is real, that's mm-hmm. real. It's like, oh, they, they actually named themselves that. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought you guys saw they had a pig mascot, and so you started calling them the Piggly Wiggly, and they're like, no, they woke up and they went out and they went to a legal <laughs> office and they signed paper and document to register their trademark and their <laughs> business name, and on those documents they wrote Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> yeah. They're like, people will take us seriously, and we will have 499 locations. (laughs) (laughs) And not one more. Absolutely not. I'm stopping at 499. Yeah, I do not want to be a 500 store location. (laughs) I don't know what a Fortune 500 company is, but I think it's that. Oh, oh, snap. Their website actually goes in. They They got it here. It's like the it's they have a segment called all in the name and the owner Sanders. Uh, they say Sanders' reasons for choosing the intriguing name Piggly Wiggly remains a mystery. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, it's okay. definitely something that he had done somewhere that he shouldn't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> here's, uh, here's what it says from Wikipedia. Saunders was reluctant to explain the origin of the company's name. There are two th- theories. One story says that while riding a train, he looked at the window and saw several little pigs struggling to get over a fence, which prompted him to think of the rhyme. And sure. someone else said, I don't know. I just thought that people would ask that very question. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all you need to be, make a you know make yourself a, a millionaire is think up of a you know ride a train and see some animals struggling and then uh, name 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 your train after it. And next thing you know, you're successful. Yeah, there is a thing with Wawa because Wawa is a uh, it's it's a uh, it's like a convenience store slash yeah. gas station that you can buy sandwiches and it's on the East Coast mostly in the Philadelphia area. But it's named after the, ooh, I want to say Lenape word for goose. Yeah, hence the logo. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a different uh, American Indian I, I just, uh, group. Yeah. I was like Lyft driving for a while. And then I felt like at like six months after living there, it became like offensive to like passengers that I hadn't gone to a Wawa. So like one day <laughs> I just was like, fine, I'll go in one. I'll eat a barbecue chicken quesadilla. And I'm like, oh, great. Next time someone asks me if I've been to a Wawa, I'm just going to be like, yes. And it was fine. <laughs> oh, but here's some controversy here about the chain, the chain's name and logo. So they got their their name from their first milk plant and headquarters in Wawa, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. But then the name of the town is derived from the I I, I don't I don't want to butcher this. Oh, oh. I don't know. I'm, it, a name I can't remember. Jibwe? But, I think it uh, is. Jibwe yeah. word, wee wee, uh, <laughs> way way, sorry, way way, meaning yeah. snow goose, despite, here's the controversy, despite the company's logo being a Canadian goose. So they're, yeah. they're, not, they're not using the right goose. They're not using, it's it's all a sham. It's all a sham. The war has been pulled yeah. over America's eyes, and we yeah. have just been taking the lies. There's a goose on the loose, folks. <laughs> 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 We're also um, uh, we're also going over the fact that the chairman of Wawa was um, a Mr. Dick Wood. Mm. That is the name he went by. That's not like oh, it's Richard Wood. Like he oh, he likes being called Dick Richard. Wood. Like he could have stayed Richard or been rich, but he committed. He's like, nope, Dick Wood. No, I'm Dick Wood. I am yep. two different words for a penis. Is that strong, your quote though. for the episode, Jim? <laughs> I'm two different words for a penis. <laughs> word for a penis. <laughs> well, now that Donnell uh, repeated it, we could use that one. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Wonderful. No, I won't do that to you. Um, <laughs> th- oh, no, don't worry. We'll find it. It's out there. It but it's, it's word for a penis. Uh, I actually, this is why I can't believe to bring back to this. I was such a juvenile. Uh, when I played FIFA soccer video games regularly, uh, one of my characters that I made as like my character uh, was Richard Fodeus. Um, because that's back when you thought about what their, like your porn name would be. So his shorthand porn name was going to be Dick for days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. <sighs> I know. I know. Juvenile hey, mind. Hey. Yeah. No, no, I don't say juvenile mind. Cause I remember I used to play FIFA with, uh, with, with one of my friends and I can't remember what team it was. I feel like it was Jamaica, but it doesn't make that much sense. But there was a team I always played because they had on their team, they had a dude named Dixon Dickerson and do Dixon. And when you would be passing the ball between them, the announcer, Dixon, Dickerson, over to do Dickerson. (laughs) You're just like, I I want to play with that team just so I knew, well, yeah, no, the announcer's going to be calling out Dick the whole game. (laughs) Like, so no, Juvenile Minds and FIFA go hand in hand because I I specifically played, I knew nothing about the team. I I don't think they were even that good. I think they were lower rated in the the overall sense. Every time I had a chance, like, nope, that's my team. When I first started playing, I was mostly just, I mean, I felt off the enthusiasm. It would be like, Van Nistelrooy! Like, it was just like, yeah! <laughs> uh, it was hard not to get uh, a little bit amped. I know everyone gets so amped over uh, soccer. Um, but yeah, no. 
Uh, it does it for me. Uh, I would definitely, I'd be, I'm pro team dick. I want to put that on the record. So I think that's great. <laughs> I think what I want to do now is I want to go on and see as many dick people from all the teams and just recruit them onto one team. Ooh, get them all on one team. Yeah. yeah. Go, through the, go through the whole, all the leagues and just put together a special team. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's great is that they'll have to commit to the bit and they're like, they're, they're like a whole team of just like pretending to be like, like rivals, like me, like just like pretending to be mean. And a lot of them don't know how to do it because they're really terrible and they're really just I, nice people. I, I think I think the best part would also be like, because you're making a team out of memes, like you're getting all the dick players together. And the problem is you're like, oh, there's no goalies by the name of dick. So you're you're placing a forward at goalie just just to keep the meme alive. Like, <laughs> hey, play goalie. It's like, I don't know how to play goalie. It doesn't matter. It's for the meme. <laughs> why did you- so why did you goalie. become a why did you become a goalie penis McBot butt plug? <laughs> penis McBot plug? <laughs> the thing is, is that we're laughing about this, but like we're gonna, not too far off from like the wealthy just being like, I'm gonna make this a reality. I wanna I'm gonna buy a whole team. Uh, like this is like Ryan Reynolds is two sec- seconds away from doing this. Actually, who owns uh, Rob from fucking um, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia owns a soccer team. I think with Ryan Reynolds, if I'm not mistaken. Like the Union? Um, like the Philadelphia Union? Oh, I can't remember who they bought. I'm going to look that up. I actually, I never look anything up on this podcast. I'll look something well, up. I, I could look it up. But while you do that, uh, I looked up the goofiest uh, NASCAR driver names. Uh, oh, we got boy. some gems here. Because I know about, um, probably the greatest name of all time is, of course, Dick Trickle, who was a uh, NASCAR driver in like the 80s. Good. Uh, but there's also Dick Seaman. Uh, Dick Passwater, uh, Worth McMillian, Scott Speed, Duck Waddle, Will Power. Will Power. Oh, that's so good. Why are why why are NASCAR drivers all silly? Why are they silly men? I mean, <laughs> I have a thing about about sports in general because, like, you you I always say like you'll, you'll be watching like a, a football game. Or like, uh, what is it? Like there, there's a guy, there's a, a football player named Ha Ha Clinton Dix. And uh, there, there's, there's, there's some other ones that are just gyms. And I'm like, you know why these guys are football? Like, like why, are, why are there so many football players with weird names? It's like, it's because it's as simple as this is you were born into the world and your parents named, you know, Dick, Dick Buckus. And you got made fun of all through high school. And you said, fuck this. I don't want to be made fun of. So you hit the gym. You started right. pumping iron. You got huge. And then, yeah, people start making fun of you. But then the football coach was like, hey, you want to come play football for me? And it turned out you were good. And then you went pro. And that's why there's so many pros with weird names. They got made fun of in high school for yeah. being whatever. And they were like, I'm not taking this. I'm getting swole. And they yeah. did. And it turned out, hey, they also could play some football or some And basketball. then they become one of the greatest <laughs> linebackers ever, which is what Dick Buckus is. <laughs> exactly. You get that motivation from all that, you know, all that being made fun of. Wait, is that the guy that was in like a movie with Will Ferrell? Dick Buckus? No, I don't think so. I Who's that guy? So. There's one I, where Will Ferrell's on like a soccer team, and there's a football player that's like challenging him. Like his team oh, is challenging his soccer team. You're thinking of kicking and screaming. There's, I don't uh, know who who football players are, but I don't know why I associated the name Dick, Dick Buckets with that guy. Let me let me see if it's Dick Buckets. That'd be very funny if it was. I mean, I have. Oh, a terrible- it's Mike Dicka. Okay, it's named somewhat in the same ballpark. Yeah, no, Mike Dick is a very different guy. Same guy, 100% the same guy. I'll go on record. He's a tight end. 
No, I don't now, know. Again, one of the greatest tight ends there ever was, but that's not because he was good at football. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> yeah, so, okay. so, I, so I mean, I know that the, the listeners will not be able to see this because, you know, they're, they're not watching. But I, I want to share a picture of Dick Buckus in, in his early days. Sure. Just you have to show the one of him on the plane. No, no, just just this is a normal thing. But I just want you guys to admire Ooh. the stats. Like, no, look at good. that stats. He yeah, knows. yeah. Men don't grow stasses like that anymore. That's 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 a powerful mustache, right? Am I wrong, or is this a little bit of a Burt Reynolds vibe? He does have a little bit of a Burt Reynolds in him. No, right? It, in this it's one? around the same era. It, yeah, you can't tell. Like it's a head-on, but I'm pretty sure this man's rocking some pretty thick sideburns too. Like, well, if you want, actually, Donnell, we can actually just put Dick Butkus over one of the characters for the promo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now that I think about it, uh, that's also an option. So your options are open. Oh, Dick Butkus, <laughs> specifically. This this photograph there's just his head <laughs> his head looks very easy to photoshop it's, out and the fans need to see honestly yeah. <laughs> i'm 100% sure that's his head yeah. I, I think that's a different head on that po- on that body it's going to be the incredibles family and dick buck <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not even going to exclude any of them it's just it's, i'm adding him to the incredibles him in. <laughs> yeah i'm going to be honest i think that i i get the feeling that did like the incredibles is based off the story of dick buckus <laughs> I, I get the feeling like that guy had like a ha- had just a day where he was just like, I used to be a great football player, but now I'm now I'm sad. <laughs> Do you think he got a fashion designer to help him out? Uh, yeah, Edna and, Mode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this was an appropriate time then, because I actually I have a feeling you. I, I have a feeling you do have a rapport with this movie. And I, I just it's mostly just like. I mean, it's just a bullshit gut instinct. Um, slash, <laughs> you also filled out a uh, spreadsheet on on Vars that says you wanted to talk about this movie. So talk to me. Uh, talk to me about your relationship with like. It's so funny when we say this about the Incredibles franchise. Talk to me about your relationship with these two movies. I mean, in all honesty, uh, never seen either one of them until you said that. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Really I wanted mean, to see it. It just at the end of the day, I mean, I've always been a big fan of Pixar as a general in general. Like for the longest time, I would say if Pixar was putting out a movie, like I was there. Um, yeah. And that that has changed because they have put out a couple movies now that I have not seen. Um, yeah. I do need to see, but I haven't. Um, but overall, like it was just a gut thing. It's like, oh, Pixar puts out a movie. I, I mean, I saw Cars in theaters. I saw uh, every single Toy Story. I, I Bugs Life even, which a lot of people think is their weaker one of their weaker one. I enjoyed. I Bugs disagree. Life. I enjoyed Buzz I, Life. Uh, Absolutely. Buzz Life. All right. Okay. We yeah. got Buzz Life fans. It's better than Amps. That's for damn sure. No. Hey, look, if there's Bugs, uh, if there's I Bugs Life to be too. An equal movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I consider it to be an equal movie, except for the fact that uh, Ants has Woody Allen in it. (laughs) But, but, Bugs Life does have Kevin Spacey in it, so we get our equal amount of sex offenders uh, in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, they definitely have to replace that, but I wouldn't be opposed to them doing a Bugs Life 2. And if that does happen, Donna, we'll have you back for that, because... yeah, I'm very curious what they're going to do with that, that's for sure. Uh, But yeah, so I've always been into Pixar movies, and then just Incredibles was just... It's definitely one of the, 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 it's like, while, and it did, it did get a sequel. You got Incredibles 2 eventually, but mm-hmm. I always felt like Incredibles was like one of the strongest ones. Of course you have Toy Story. That's like the, the pinnacle of stuff, but I felt yeah. Incredibles was one of the strongest ones out there that just like, it just ended it for so long. Like that was it. Like they, they, yeah. they had a great cast for it and you're like, yeah, so you're making more. Right. And they did it for so long. Eventually they did get yeah. Incredibles too, which I enjoyed, but yeah. yeah, I always felt like before Incredibles 2 came out, I just felt like, yeah, that, that one was just as good as up there with toy Story. You should, you should do something with that. And it just, for so long, it just did it. Um, 
And so, yeah, I always enjoyed Incredibles. Uh, just the story is good, though. I On this re- recent rewatch, I realized something about it that I'm going to bring up. That I was like, hmm, like it's a good story. But I'm like, kind of got some bad undertones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so, interesting. Sorry, go ahead. And so, yeah, I just, it's always been a fun movie. And I, I, I think it has some good portrayal for different characters. Um, because one thing I was expecting this watch is I was like, you know what? They, uh, well, Mr. Incredibles, it's this, you know, strong superhero. Uh, freaking Elastigirl, Helen Parr, like, she's freaking badass in this. Like, she, yes. She is, uh, she is a no-nonsense woman who gets gets work done and doesn't doesn't take no for an answer. And I was like, that's, that's a great portrayal for a woman. She's, she's, she's pretty bad. Honestly, She's more badass and Mr. Incredible a lot of times. I'm just like, she, she knows what she's doing. Uh, when, um, when we see, like, the director being Brad Bird, I believe, like, when, when yes. it comes to, like, there's got to be a writer's room. Like, we get, we put names on, like, who's the writer, but there are people he's sitting with, correct? Yes. Yeah. It's, I'm just are, hoping. These are made by committee, yes. Right. I'm hoping he got, like, literally, like, some good input of being like, hey, what if we didn't make her just, like, a one-dimensional character? You know, yeah. like, <laughs> the only thing that makes me bummed out is they still call her Elastigirl because we call women that are full-grown yeah. adults girls for some reason still i, I, um, I feel like it's a superhero first, thing i see it well, a lot in the, yeah. but also in the first movie it made sense to still call her elastigirl because she stopped being a hero while she was technically elastigirl and so right. we haven't had a time for a rename she's been too busy already saving the world like she's right. come back but i felt by the second movie you know the second movie does pick up pretty much right where the first movie ends they do do a like little two, bit of a time leap it's like two yeah. years later or something like yeah. that. it's like 1962 and so, yeah. and I, so I it's uh, like by now since she's reset as a hero she should have a new name like okay. i get the first movie you don't know what to call it she was elastigirl last time you saw her and then heroes were banished so i get yeah we're just gonna call her elastigirl but yeah in the second movie they're still calling elastigirl like i feel like by now no, I mean, get, maybe she doesn't have to be Elasta Woman, but get, just let her let her have a new name. You yeah, know? I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Elasta Girl is a very, it's a good like sounding name. It like yeah. flows perfectly yeah. off the tongue. It's like, well, we got that, and then it's like, well, why like, would, why would we do? Madam why would we change Stretch. that? I don't, you know. Yeah, Madam Stretch. <laughs> oh, I, I wish, um, and I wish he just went by Bob. That would have been way better. Like, and, and, and Elasta Girl and Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit biased because it's my dad's I name. Mean, but. I, like, uh, I like the opposite, which is Mr. Incredible and Helen. Yeah. <laughs> that seems, I don't know, that seems also kind of counterintuitive, though, that it, it sees just Helen. You know, oh, Mr. Incredible and, and Helen. Mm, you know. Right. <laughs> she could be Mrs. Incredible. She could, yeah, yeah. But then she and, did marry him and take, and well, yeah. I mean, she's Mrs. Parr, but still. Yeah. yeah. You know what I, I did find incredible, and I wanted to see if either one of you recognized uh, Holly Hunter as the uh, as the like co lead in um, Raising Arizona. Does anyone actually know that movie, Raising Arizona? No. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I don't mean Raising to get crickets Arizona. from everybody. She's she's the uh, yeah she's uh, married to um, Nicolas Cage in that movie. They're the they're the parents that or <laughs> they're the people who become parents by stealing a baby. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I've seen <laughs> I've seen that movie. It's a good movie. It is absurd. Uh, even John Goodman is in that one as like a as a bad guy ish, um, who's trying to it's also a, get the baby. I think for money. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a Coen Brothers movie. It's one of their early uh, joints. Yeah, but I was like, I knew I recognized that voice from somewhere, and it's always fun when you can kind of pick it uh, before, like when you can hear it before you see it. That's my favorite. Um, and you were like, Oh my god, it's Jodie Foster. No, it's not. <laughs> I th- I've done that. Uh, oh. uh, Rachel did that while we were watching the movie. We uh, I ever I feel like a lot of people are like, oh look, Jodie Foster, and then they're like, no, Holly Hunter. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, when Jason Lee was a super easy pickup, you're just like, that's undeniably Jason <laughs> Lee. That's my name is Earl. Yeah. Uh, that that's was the guy from uh, uh, Video Days. Which the was one that... Uh, from the 90s. I must say, the one that the voice that I had to look up, I knew I had heard this voice plenty of times before, but I, did, I couldn't remember who the actor was. Is At the beginning of... Uh, at the beginning of the movie, uh, when uh, when uh, Mr. Incredible's working for the insurance agency, his boss. I was like, Sean. who is that? And I was like, Wallace Shawn. I was like, yeah, I knew that voice, but I could not I could not put who it was. Um, but yeah. I, so, I, uh, right before you got here, I sent Jim a, a trailer for a movie called House Arrest from the 90s, where a bunch of kids are mad that their parents are probably all going to get divorced. So they literally capture oh, yeah. them I've and put them in a basement yeah and wallace sean is one of those characters and even in the trailer it's my favorite he's like he's at the point where he's like been in there so long he's just playing operation and he's like you made me like i can't do like a wallace sean but just like he he's had it for a second there oh yeah, i can't do it i don't i don't know how to do it no you had it you had it go ahead i think i think no 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 <laughs> so, uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up about this movie, I, I found interesting. As a kid, I never paid attention to this, but this movie honestly has a very dark opener mm-hmm. because the whole thing that kicks off heroes no longer allowed to be heroes is right. that Mr. Incredible saves a man who was committing suicide the fact so that this dark. is a kids movie and they're like hey what if we start out with a man committing suicide and then suing the heroes because they saved it like they even have a part where he's arguing with the man and is like i saved your life I'm like no you interrupted my death I'm like whoa yeah. disney mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like we're just well, going in hard with this it, suicide <laughs> it wasn't disney yet this was still this was still pixar disney wouldn't acquire it until after uh cars well, well, mm. worked no no pixar that thing is that disney did ultimately buy pixar but they especially like with making t- toy story stuff they were still yeah. disney movies they were just disney funded them and had pixar make them so disney mm. still was at could especially with them supplying the money they could have easily stepped in and be like maybe let's nope. not decide and that like Cool. Everyone signed off on like, hey, what if we start the movie out with a character ki- trying to kill himself and then I mean, suing the heroes for saving his life? Wouldn't that be a laugh? <laughs> I mean, like, my dark humor is, that? is is for it. I mean, they already um, like it's definitely pushing the boundaries more than just being like the the flexible line, you know, that she was basically just like. Because in all the Pixar movies, it's a little bit of like, do you want to fuck? Um, <laughs> kind of, right? Like, I'm, I'm not. It's always like a little bit of like innuendos at some point. They never say exactly that, but well, like no, when this movie wraps up in the credits, no, we might I, fuck. I kind of feel like they did say that in. Uh, what didn't they say that in? Uh, Finding Nemo. Exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a line about wanting to fuck in Finding Nemo. Yeah, Dory kept saying it to someone over and over again and forgetting that she was saying it. Yeah. <laughs> She was trying to fuck that shark. Um, what shark? Did she try to fuck a shark in that movie? No, she doesn't actually. Bruce? Oh, her. come on. I, uh, all right, we're not going to pick apart this joke. It wasn't a very good joke. We get it. We're not going to dwell on it here. I heard the silence. We're, we can move on. Yeah, no, no. Bring it back to you. My apologies. Um, no, I mean, that was just one thing I just thought was interesting. Like I said, as a kid, never picked up on that. And I was just sitting there watching it this time. And I was like, Oh snap! Like they're just they're just going in. Uh, I mean, Syndrome dies at the end. But not just they, Syndrome. Yeah. They watch a whole bunch of heroes die. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
there's there's blatant like uh there's a, a scene later where das is running from these dudes in these weird speeder saw blade things really and like decapitate them. they all die he's, yeah he didn't beat up one of them and then the guy like throws a punch and knocks das off and he's smiling and then his he turns and sees that his ship just smashes into a wall and giant fireball explodes and you're like well that man's dead yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, they, 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 there's a lot of, there's a lot of death in this. Oh, kids there movie. is a lot of unnecessary murders in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like the Incredibles are not inherently heroes, in my opinion, in this family. It is incredible how much murder they're getting away with in this. Oh, yeah, I mean, even to before, let's talk about uh, the scene because back to the thing is so, so everybody gets, you know, all the heroes get kicked out of being hero work. So we got, we got Bob working at a search agency, and he sees a man get mugged, and his boss stops him. And so he throws his boss through, like, five walls. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene is him walking with, like, the government agent who keeps the, the heroes, you know, under wraps. And uh, he's just, like, the government agent is just saying, like, you're too much of a risk. Like, you, you cost us too much money. Yeah. And he's like, you're on your own this time. Like, he mentions that usually they move the family and they drug up, they do memory wipes and they clear stuff. But he's, this time, he's like, nope, you're on your own. And then the next scene is just him arriving home to his wife and kids. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. If you throw a man through five walls and break every bone in his body, you don't get to go home. You the cops jail. come arrest you. Like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, how, how, how is this man home? How is this man walking through the front door of his house? Why is there not a knock on the door from the cops letting them know, hey, dad's in jail? Probably well, not getting out anytime soon. Don't know. I don't think in 2004 most movies were talking about white privilege, but I would imagine yeah. that's exactly what's happening there. Yeah. If, if Frozone threw a man through a wall, he's going uh-uh. to prison. <laughs> oh, right away. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, yeah, that's right. Incredible writers. What the fuck's your problem? Get it together. <laughs> Put this man in jail at least for one night, you know, at least for a night. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Put him in the drunk tank. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he's not drunk. I mean, he threw a man through five walls. I don't think you get like that's not that's allegedly not allegedly <laughs> through a man <laughs> no one saw him do it it was just him and his boss in the room and his boss was out of the room we yeah, don't know how he got there oh god i am this is this is the most like this is the closest this podcast i've ever become to being a ben shapiro podcast is just <laughs> <laughs> is the two of you being like allegedly this person threw his boss through the wall we don't know what happened we just now, know they now, got in a now, room now, together now, and a man now, exploded majesty <laughs> bobby you brought up this thing white privilege where, yeah. where do you come with this white privilege? what is white privilege mixed majesty I'm just going to say this. Uh, uh, you say you bring up the word white privilege, but I just want to know this man threw this man through a wall, and I don't know how is that my fault. I was how is it on me <laughs> that it's my fault that uh, that Fantastic. I have to deal with this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, hold on. Also, just for the quick, can I get you to say the words mixed majesty, mix as in like mixture, and then majesty. Mixed majesty. Perfect. I'll put that over the misters. Um, <laughs> when I uh, when I no 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 when I when I came out as non-binary at a, a, at a restaurant I worked at someone was just like oh call me dude and assumed that I didn't like dude because I do actually still like dude but uh, I was like they're like what should I call you then I was like you will refer to me as nothing less than mixed majesty because uh, <laughs> mix is like this fun gender neutral substitute for Mister and I loved like I was like what is like a like someone's like get it queen and I'm like I'm not a queen but I am your Majesty I will put that out into the world. <laughs> That is awesome. I'm not a queen. No. But I'm your majesty. <laughs> Honestly, that's just how I feel. Um, somewhere between a gender blob and, yeah, your majesty. That's where my gender identity lives. 
Bow down to me, world. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but, such a Kai boss. I can't help it. Um, oh, God. I, it's so funny. I don't have enough people use my uh, middle, like, so Bobby was being my middle name. I kind of like it. I uh, Part of me regrets not doing Bobby as my first name because it's that cute, you know? Mm, I don't you don't know. see it? You're more, you're more of a Kai than a Bobby. All right, well. Like Bobby that. is part of your name. I, I acknowledge that <laughs> considering well, you're Kai Bobby. I, I will but... acknowledge that Bobby is part of your name. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is me in a courtroom, by the way. I will acknowledge that Bobby is part of their name, but I will say Kai because that is the name that I was given. I don't know why I'm Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're, doing the, you're doing the fingers and everything. Allegedly. I would like allegedly. to put it out that it, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> we all know this Kai Kai. Great person. Great person. We see them great. all the time. Uh, doing a lot of great work out there you know they, they're on a podcast yeah have you seen these podcasts out there they're really <laughs> recording great great work great work i really like uh, listening to podcasts oh uh, we should get donald trump on here uh because it'll just no. be no no you don't want that okay i, I, I don't want... i don't know where the joke you're going with it but i just want to say where, where this joke is going the answer is no i do not want donald trump on the podcast I, I'm, I'm with jim i'm with jim <laughs> Ben, what about Ben Shapiro? We'll get Ben Shapiro and Donald Trump on here. I don't want to be in the same. I it, I don't want to be in the same sentence as Ben Shapiro. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a hot take. Uh, we're losing listeners left and right, and honestly, I love the way we get rid. Of I don't listeners. care. We get rid of listeners on this podcast. <laughs> that's the goal. You, you come in, and be like, how many can we lose today? Oh, I don't care. I've realized a multitude of times. I feel like uh, I'll find out that like like a podcast or two will like really love our stuff. And then I'll listen to theirs and I'm like, Oh, I don't want you as a fan. Mm. Um, <laughs> I disagree with your content and you're just. <clears throat> uh, speaking of podcast, uh, let, let, let's learn about some right now. Oh, hello. Who am I? You ask? Well, that's on a need to know basis. And I guess you need to know. I'm Don Al from the watching it podcast, a little podcast where me and my co-host Robert dive into different TV shows and movies to give our viewpoints and reviews. TV shows like The Boys to the 1999 hit movie, The 13th Floor. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, come join us at watchitpod.com or on any podcast provider. Since the dawn of time, humans have been desperate for connection. Then we realized we could solicit strangers through the Sunday paper. You've heard of Craigslist Personals? Just imagine the pining and thirst from lonely queers searching for love. Join me, Haley, and my array of guests as we read, drag, and rate personal ads from the 1970s through today. If you love gay yearning, you'll love Q4Q, the queer personal ads podcast. Hey everybody, Kai Bobby here, the other host. Uh, I am here with the Captain's Log shout-out. It is from uh, our dear friend Crimson. He is incredibly kind and has told me to use this promotion slot to promote my cat's GoFundMe. Uh, my poor little buddy Oliver unfortunately had to have a surgery a little while back. And uh, those medical bills, uh, they, they really rack up. So if you got a couple extra bucks, go ahead and check out that GoFundMe link. It is in the description. Uh, yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you, Crimson. You're amazing. Let's get back to the show, everybody. When they're listening to your guys' podcast, they're yeah. transported to being hanging out with you. They're not at home right now. They're no. with you and Kai and me. They're right? not. They're not <laughs> cooking at home. They're not driving. 
<laughs> oh. And yeah. or some third option that people listen to podcasts. Jim, there's someone Folding literally clothes. in my backyard with one of those like listening devices you see in spy movies. I, <laughs> I think he they're like, trying to listen to the podcast recording. <laughs> Man, he's like, no, no, no. I don't wait for him to release an episode. I go, <laughs> I go get my episode. <laughs> I keep track I of the recording it. schedule. I want to hear it unedited. Yeah. I want to hear it before Kai uh, edits out the fact that we said we brought up Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you get from Incredibles to Ben Shapiro? Is my question. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're we're made that podcast. track. He made that track, but I'm still wondering. How. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for like, oh god, I, I my first day of meeting anybody, I'm always just like, like when they walk away, they're just like. I know the first thing they said is like, I hope they're all right. <laughs> like, because <laughs> I just go up to people on the first visit or the first visit, the first meeting, and I'm just like, yeah, I make it sound like, a, yeah, it's my first visit. Hello, I am Kai. I will be telling you everything today. Um, it's just like a general like thing that happens all the time, especially if I'm in a manic state. Because yay, having hypomania like four to six days a you know a month basically. Um, I am I. The thing that I get a lot of comments on is people comment about this podcast is like, it's like ADHD madness. Um, And I'm like, oh, you mean just one of the hosts? You mean me? (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then there's Jim, who's supposed to rein me in. And I appreciate the work you do. Oh, I do a very poor job of reining you in. (laughs) You're you're like, what if we talked about this? And I'm just like, what if we talked about it also? (laughs) Yeah. You're like, yo, no, I like it. You're like my coked out friend, but you're sober. And you're just like, hey, hey, hey let's talk about that. <laughs> it's funny because it tends to be the guest to be like, let's get on track, you two. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's hold it together. On that note, let's get on track. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I you really do. I, this is one of those ones where I do want to talk about The Incredibles. So please, yeah. please yeah. Um, let's switch it over. Hey, everybody, welcome to Watching It. And we're, now it's your <laughs> podcast. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, if we're going to do it, we got to do it right. You got to be okay, like, yeah, bring us in. Hello, welcome to watching it, episode 95. On today's episode, we talk about the incredible. Uh, Robert is not here today, so I am joined by Kai and Jim, and we're just going to dig in a little bit. But first, real quick, what you guys been watching? No. <laughs> um, I've uh, been the, watching this been person. A, uh, but we say it at the same time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. But yeah, so back it. to the movie. Back to the movie. Um, so one thing, this is just something, this is not Incredibles related, but this is just kind of evil villain related. And I, yes. I think it's been brought up plenty of times, but we, we get to see Syndrome's island base and he has a, a railway system. He has a giant robot. He has executive boardrooms, very well established place. He has guards, obviously by having a giant robot, he has to have scientists, engineers. And I'm just like, where do villains find their staff? Like, how do you... I, I'm not saying there's, there's plenty of corrupt people in this world, but are there plenty of corrupt people in this world who also want to like take over the world or are willing to sign up and also have a PhD in like robotics and, you know, yeah. engineer. I was like, where do you, where, where do super villains find their staff to run their islands? Cause I'm always just like, who, how do you, you can't put out an ad in Craigslist. You can't throw up an ad, like looking for evil individuals to help me take over the world. Well, well, you have to do it more subtext like Gaze did in like the 70s. You have to like kind of <laughs> put it a little bit quieter in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I imagine it's because he, he's a weapons dealer. He, that's what, yeah. that's what yeah. he does. He, yeah. he has mentioned he mentioned that. So I imagine it's similar to how people uh, sign up for like Lockheed Martin. Mm. Like mm-hmm. the people that make weapons. I assume that it's like an ad. It's like, 
uh, work for a place that has government uh, uh, funding and things like that uh, and uh, work with cutting edge technology. And that's yeah. what I, that's where he's getting the staff from. This is what I'm imagining. But, but I then, we have like real said, world examples. You're, of you're that. getting you're getting some some staff, but how are you getting the staff that's okay with like murdering a family and killing children? Because his his guards yeah. were are trying gun to kill him, killing Dass and Violet at one point. Mm-hmm. Like they're just they're going, and also like they killed how many vill- heroes? There's no way you're keeping that from the staff. That and man like punched. Punched a small child. Yeah. He punched a small child. <laughs> Just that alone. Another one, Easy another answer. One throw, knowing it's a teenage girl who turns invisible, throws water or throws salt, uh, sand into a river to find her so he can fill her full of lead. And is about to if Dassy didn't show up to stop him. Like, like they, they are full on okay with kid murder. Not just okay, they're willing to do kid. Where do you find enough one kid them, murder to run your whole base? That's all I want to know. <laughs> one of them is like, yeah, like you said, he throws the dirt into the uh, into the water to murder a child. Uh, he could have just been like, all right, well, that kid got away. I don't have to murder that kid. He went out of his way to be like, nah, I got, I really got to kill this kid and put <laughs> sure dirt in there. Dead. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe he was like, ah, I should probably clock out, but I mean, like, gotta get that overtime, so I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go for uh, it. It's almost lunchtime, so I'm halfway through the day. I can't, I can't go th- without killing this kid. No. <laughs> I would, I, mean, I would feel right eating lunch knowing I left this kid alive. Like, <laughs> I just enjoy my lunch. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna feel satisfied with the work i've done today i'm gonna need to kill this kid first (laughs) i think an interesting Uh, thing i wish they did because you made me think about this is what if all the superheroes that he killed he took their people and turned them evil like because those are going to be the heroes got those tech savvy people as well those heroes have the hackers and everybody that you you know that you could use as well um so i mean like I don't know whether he's smart enough to manipulate them, like actually psychologically, or just through fear. Having like a, I think that would have been an interesting choice to just have a entire backup support of people working for you underneath fear. I think you're overcomplicating a bit. Okay. Uh, I think this Me? is, uh, yeah. I <laughs> no. think this is just former, uh, like, because again, weapons dealer. I think this is just army. This is just former army people who, uh, who sometimes what happens with army people is they. Uh, I just don't leave that life behind. It's very, very seldom. Right, I, give, I, give me a bad a, target. But they're just like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I, that, I, that I, explains, I can kill that, people. That explains the guards, sure. Yeah. But what what about, like, the engineers and the scientists and the people who had to go to college for eight years? I mean, actually, I know how you got them. They're in debt. That's right. Lockheed yeah. Martin. Yeah. yeah. They, they're, they've got a debt, and you come and say, hey, I'll give you a good-paying job to pay off that college debt. And you're like, I'll do it if I can get out of this hole I'm in. So never mind. Right. That's simple. <laughs> yeah. So right. so one thing you said about uh, syndrome is if he's smart enough. And that's I, – I call into question his smartness from a few things. Is One is this whole – his whole – plan is he wants to get uh mr incredible to his island to yes. kill him um with his robot that he's been put together and so in order to implement this plan he sends his his, his agent love interest i don't know what she is mirage they they, they kind of played like they had a relationship outside of it but whatever uh into you know infiltrate his job and deliver a packet with with uh with their tablet that's gonna let him know what's up right. and um we see he gets fired, he goes home, and he's throwing away all his paperwork. And he, he even does, before he notices, he throws the tablet away. 
yeah. into the trash and then he realizes wait that's something i don't know and he pulls it out and my whole home. thing is like your whole plan hinges upon this man finding this tablet what if he likes it well he just went home threw it away and then he went and applied for a job working at a you know a, a car wash dealership <laughs> and stuff and never sees not like, like your whole thing is like yeah we're gonna get him here we're gonna get him when he sees the tablet. <laughs> like he have nothing in place if he what if he just do, what if he left it at work he got fired what if he didn't go and clean out his office what if he just went home like yeah. just like, oh, that's real. like he did take plan. yeah he did take home that briefcase and then immediately threw everything away from the briefcase. So he yeah. clearly didn't need everything in that briefcase. So he just left it at work. Um, and then another thing is like when he first defeats the robot, and ultimately when they defeat it at the end, uh, he defeats the robot by climbing up inside of it. And the robot is supposed to be a, a learning robot, a smart robot that learns. It punches itself and punches a hole in itself. And you think in its learning state it would realize oh this is bad. I should stop this. But the robot mm. proceeds to beat the crap out of itself, <laughs> even though. I- it's supposed to be smart enough to learn this stuff, and Syndrome's the one who programmed it and made it. So I'm like, that's why I quit, still question his intelligence. Like, you don't have your robot realize that it's kicking its own ass. <laughs> I will defend that by saying I've seen, I, I've done some like AI work in college, and like have seen some examples of more advanced AI work than what I've done. Um, AI is fucking stupid. It's the <laughs> dumbest thing in the world. Uh, there's a great, great video of. Um, they they had this like they made like a 3D model of a person and they were like okay learn how to jump from nothing just learn how to jump ai will just go okay i need to go up in the air and just come back down but for some reason it's like uh how do i do that do i like kick my legs out and then it will just like fling its legs in every direction it, yeah. it doesn't know what it's doing it it's stupid it has sure. no clue what to do I, well, it I just knows what you. you told it to do and it will be like okay I will attack the target. I agree with you wholeheartedly because I've watched some of those videos too, and I actually think they're fascinating because you know, they're, like I said, like one I watched recently was like uh, AI learning to run with no instructions, and like first it's just like flopping around and just wiggling, and then like they just show you like over, you know, it's over days and days, but eventually like it gets into a weird gallop, and eventually it can like balance and walk but keep falling, but eventually like it's got a like a solid parkour run going where it's running, jumping over obstacles and landing and stuff, and so. I guess my thing is when he brings in Mr. Incredible to fight the robot, this is after this robot. Like I admit, yeah, AI at one point was doing the founding on the ground stuff, but like this is after he's been testing it on hero after hero after hero. We're right. long past floundering on the ground, beat the crap out of ourselves. Right. Like, nah, you've got this thing. Like, if you're bringing it in for the final test, like you should be at the point where it's like, nah, it's 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 solid. Like it my, knows what yeah. it's doing. My and thought the fact that it keeps beating the crap out of itself is like, oh no, I feel like there's still some parts missing. Yeah, my thought during that during the movie was he was like, All right, well, it beat me. Mr. Incredible, let's fire it off into the world and then let it uh, unleash it. I was like, I don't think it's done. Mr. Incredible <laughs> just beat it. Like, you need, you still need it to kill like uh, three more uh, superheroes before it's ready to wreak havoc on the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then the, the other thing I was about to say about his intelligence is that he uh, also he creates this self-floating robot to go and stop it. You know, that's his, his ultimate plan is to defeat Mr. Incredible. And then he wants to become a hero and stuff. Yeah. So he creates this robot that he's going to use his technology. And he doesn't like, 
I don't know. I feel like if you're making a self-learning robot, you should also have like a switch, especially if you want to defeat it yourself. You should have a switch you can turn off its learning capabilities. Because yeah. the fact that the he basically goes to stop the robot and then the robot sees that he's using the remote to defeat it and it learns I need to stop him from using that remote. I'm like, you didn't you didn't turn off that no. feature before you went to fight it. You should no. you should turn that off before you fight it. You, can, <laughs> yeah. you, you have a safe word. You just you just say this your safe yeah. word and then it stops. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what you should do. Mm-hmm. You know, scream out, you know, maple syrup. And, you know, honestly, it's so weird that you picked that. (laughs) That's my safe word. (laughs) You're not supposed to tell everyone that guy. Well, it's fine. I'll change it today. And it's my password for everything. No, Kai. (laughs) I have weeks to edit this. I could put whatever I want in that. It's okay. It's maple syrup. 1967. Uh, okay. Good year. The S is also capital, and then I made I made the A. It's actually an at symbol. Yeah. <laughs> well, duh. And you know what? Just for kicks, social security number is three two five one one two four five three one. Five 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 five. Another maiden name is uh, Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth is the maiden name. I know it's weird, isn't it? And and also, I grew up in Georgia. No. <laughs> Just get it all out there. My childhood street that I grew up on was uh, 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 Sentimental Ave. Uh, <laughs> First pet's name was Jimmy. Yeah. 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 I named I named my pet after myself. <laughs> it made it really easy to remember his name. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> no. That you're on par with how this podcast works. Anyways, is the, that's what we should have called this podcast. So, anyways, <laughs> anyway, oh, man. Well, that's a good, that's a good name. That's a solid name. Well, I I can't hear it any different than this guy from. Uh, I went to a wedding and there was like a little shuttle bus between like where the wedding was to if you wanted to go down to like the beach and take photos and like kind of hang out for a bit. And he also did a tour of like the houses and like these old houses on the way. And I think I've already said this on the podcast and I'm, I'm sorry, folks, um, if you've heard this, but every now and then he would just like tell us about the house and he would just like have a long pause and go. So anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like sometimes I do bits where I, I, I take it. I take it way too far and nobody. No, and at some point, nobody's laughing. And then I do a long pause and go. Okay, so we're going to talk about Incredibles. <laughs> you can hear that on this podcast, me doing yeah. it many, many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see, we talked about ch- child murder. What else can we get in on here? Well, that to was be fair. To be fair, the Incredibles portrayed child murder, and we yeah. went, so that was child murder, right? And every, we all went, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, that's the surprising part is that he showed they showed us that he was, you know, killing all these superheroes. These kids can't be the only children superheroes. Like, mm-hmm. where are the other child superheroes? Yeah, others. I mean, we, I guess we kind of get to see that in Incredibles too. Oh, I, I, that, not really. I don't remember it at all. Yeah, I, wa- I watched it uh, the other night when I wa- we watched Incredibles one and two back to back. Mm. Um, and yeah, there's not really children in that. There's yeah, a teenager. Yeah, there's a teenager, so I mean, you know, I mean, kids become teenagers, so at one point she was she was a kid. That's a controversial <laughs> opinion right there. 
Kids um, become teenagers. Many of them. I mean, maybe, 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 maybe it's. Oh, maybe you only get superhero kids when supers like maybe other supers like Frozo's wife doesn't seem to be a hero of any form, and so maybe no. you only get the only way to guarantee you get supers is if you have like, a couple that are supers, and if you just marry a normal person, it's out of the question. And maybe most heroes just married normal people. But I want to actually talk about Frozo's wife for one second. Yeah, I was gonna say Go I appreciate that slice of life moment where it just got real. You know, <laughs> yeah. But go oh. ahead, yeah. Uh, so, so the 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 famous scene everybody loves the scene is Frozo. Woman, where's my super suit? Everyone yep. loves that. But I have to question his wife because, like, this robot is rampaging through downtown, and everyone mm-hmm. laughs at the line, like, "I am your be- greatest treasure," or whatever she says. And I'm like, "I I'm am so- the greatest good you've ever I'm, had." Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just, I'm like, I'm sorry, like. You can look at your window and see, like, she's talking about going to dinner. I'm like, going to dinner where? Like, what restaurant is open while this robot is ramping? Like, the fact that she's not taking into that, like, the robot is in town. It's wrecking everything. And she's like, I can't believe you about to go out there and fight this robot. We're supposed to go to dinner. Where? Where are you going to dinner? Where are you going to dinner? Nothing's open when there's a robot destroying the town. <laughs> you go, I will you say. Go get a table? You think you're going to get a table? <laughs> Oh, there's definitely in most tragedies in like in like lockdown city situations. I have found that there is still a bar or two that still stays open. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's someone that disagrees with whatever tragedy's going on. I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't see, I don't see hurricanes. <laughs> We're at that point. It's that time. Actually, real quick, Donald, do you ever have a guest that's just like, all right, let's go. We're at the hour mark. You know, like. Uh, the thing actually is we have the, we've had the opposite where it's just like, we're like, all right. And we're, we're starting to lean into like, yeah, we're going to start wrapping up. And they're like, well, hold up. And then it was just like, okay, no, a good point. And then it was like, and now we're going to lean into rat. Ah, nope. We're going back. And so it's just, we, we've had where it's just like, we can't end the episode. <laughs> we well, had that. Jim and I are responsible for it whenever we guess to making their episodes longer. Um, yeah, yeah. and we've done it every I time. Mean, I always look at it whenever we have a guest, I expect the episodes to go longer because yeah. like me and Robert interacting, we have a kind of set pace where like bringing in a guest, you have unknown factors. And also like, especially, I mean, the way I look at it is I want to have guests on. I mean, the first time you don't know, but, uh, especially, mm-hmm. you know, returns, like I want to have guests on that, you know, I like and stuff. And so like most time when those guests are on, it's catching up. And so like, well, some of that podcast is going to be just us catching up like it's not going to be just a straight formula that we normally have so i always expect guests to be episodes to be longer um honestly if i had a guest episode that was shorter than our normal episode i actually would think it was like a bad sign that the guest was like i need to get out of here these guys are like, like yeah. Go. yeah no i think uh there is a definitely a thing that i forget that happens sometimes is that like like I, I, this is my opportunity in a lot of cases just to say hi and catch up to these people 100%. Like sometimes when they say they only have, you know, two hours, they mean it like and then they got to dip and dip out and you're like, oh, crap. All right. Well, I don't I live states away. I don't remember the next time I'm going to be able to chat with you. So it's a little yeah. sad. Yeah. Um, so for anybody who's ever listened to a podcast and you're like, why are they talking about stuff? that's like inside stuff. We got to We got to sneak that in there a little bit. You got to you got to check in with your people and see that they're our guests are humans. We want to talk to them about <laughs> being a person and what they've been doing. This, is, this has been a very touchy human moment. <laughs> um, so to, to close out the episode, Donna, I really want you to just gut yourself. Who are you? What's <laughs> what are you burning? To, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> What's this new segment we're about? No, to no, do? no, no. I was just, in, in, I think we should just dive into something light and it won't take very long to really, you know, talk about um, just what are your core values? How do you see yourself in the world? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. no, I, I, I was prepared for that. Hold on. No. Uh, what's, so, what's your most controversial opinion? <laughs> mm, mm, okay, we're going down that route. No, so, no, no. Let's talk about the. No. <laughs> let's talk about the war in the Ukraine. <laughs> that's yeah. That's exactly what this podcast is for. Uh, uh, so I, I I had one last because I told you I, I had a hot take about this about this movie yes. uh, that I, I had one last thing I want to bring up is I realized something about this movie that's kind of messed up is if you really watch it, it has a very elitist message Yeah, because it's about the heroes who have been sidelined. And like, I mean, I'm not saying syndrome is right, but one thing he says is when everybody's super, then nobody is like, he's just trying to wrongly, but he's just trying to level the playing field as a kid. He's turned down and basically said, you're not good enough. Because yeah. And then also, uh, so much of what Mr. Incredible, he gets mad at his wife for not letting Dash use his power to his full extent out and stuff. And he's like, yeah, what? Because someone special is not allowed. And it's like, yeah, it, it has a very, I was like, it's not, I don't think they were intending it, but it has a very elitist, we're yeah. special and to yeah. be allowed different, like be allowed to do things differently than other people. And I'm just like, I, I don't think that what Disney and Pixar was aiming for. No. But while watching it, I was like, across. There's a little elitism going on here. Like the heroes oh. are portrayed as good guys, but the most part is like you kind of, kind of elite. You kind of feel like, I mean, yeah, I'm above. I'm above all this, <laughs> and, I, and it, we should we should be allowed to do whatever we want. Yes, what they want to do is save the day, but still, there it's just it's like, I don't know, man. Like I just while watching, I I still enjoy the movie. I still yeah. like this. We still one of my favorites, but I just was like. Yeah, this is a little elitism. <laughs> oh, it's definitely gatekeepy. It's like, oh, no, you can't be a hero. I mean, yeah. absolutely not. I mean, why would you really be like, I get it. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of like, you know, how in Jurassic Park, uh, he like t- taunts that kid a little too extra. Uh, we've talked about it on the episode with like the razor. You're like, it's a little kid. Like, yeah. you know, he could have been a little yeah. bit nicer to him for sure. I mean, otherwise we wouldn't have had the buildup and the, you know, the origin story. But um, yeah, it is. It is just absurd. Um, yeah, I. I don't know why when you were saying kind of that elitist thing, we, we, we do that in our society. We put certain people like we I think we do that with doctors. I think this is elitist thing where we kind of just like think uh, we kind of put them on like a, an extra pedestal. But at the same time, like they're just fucking people. They're just doing their part. Um, I would I would say a lot of this is uh, Bob's character flaw. Yeah. His, yeah, his flaw is that him he, than the, his, everybody else. But still. Mm-hmm. Because everyone argues against him, and his biggest character flaw—his biggest character flaw—is he won't. Uh, he wants to do everything alone. He thinks he's mm-hmm. so great that he should be able to do it himself. And the lesson of the movie is: you need, you you need to accept help. Like yeah. the lesson he the lesson he needs to learn is he needs to accept help in order to do the job that needs to be done. So he. He does need to do that. So his big character flaw is he believes that supers have a much higher standard and higher uh, place that they're in because that's that's supposed to be the wrong opinion. And that's why they show him earlier in the movie when he's miserable and doing this and he feels like that. But by the end of the movie, he's like, I love my family and they're they're doing what's right and they're helping me and I need help. But ultimately, uh, one of the earlier arguments, like he wins out in the end, because one of the early arguments is, with his wife is that he needs to be present there for them and not yeah. be about heroes and stuff. And then right. the movie ends with basically him getting his way of, OK, well, yeah, we are still we're together, yeah, but now we're still we're doing hero stuff like yeah, we're all going to be heroes now. Yeah. So I'm like, it's just one of the things like 
Yeah, like it does have a good message. I one in no way am I putting down this movie because it is one of my favorite Pixar movies out there. But other oh, yeah. sort of things like it's just things you notice. Where it's like, yeah, he kind of wins. He like even though he's in the wrong, he kind of wins the argument where he gets his way. Uh, where yeah, instead of being fo- like basically at one point he's like my fa- it, it kind of seemed like my family life isn't good enough for me. Like the fact that I don't get to be a hero yep. is the, the things. And at the end, it's like it's not like he learns how to love his family. He learns how to bring his family into being a hero with him, which is good. Uh, yeah. You want to share things with your family but i just feel like yeah he kind of won <laughs> like he has this elitist mindset and he kind of would like he learned some stuff along the way but there's there, I, I, just like with all humans i think the closing message of this is he still has a lot of learning to do <laughs> like oh, in yeah. the movie he has learned some stuff but it's still very clear he has some he still has some learning to do <laughs> yeah which is such as the way of storytelling is you're supposed to be like well he he learned this lesson but he's got other lessons that need to happen and also they do have they do suggest like like dash is clearly like frustrated with the fact he can't use his powers yeah right? part of part of his character is he's frustrated not being able to do it violet is the same she's She's told she's not able to do it, which is why when she needs to use it, she's incapable of uh, using yeah. them. But also well, because of pressure. Her, I was going to say her biggest arc is kind of just being like is building confidence because that's like yes. reflective mm-hmm. in her day to day life anyways. It's just kind of and her, her power very much uh, adds to that because, yeah, right. it's like, yes, you need confidence to be yourself out in public. And, but when you have a power where I mean, she even uses it when the, the voice she likes looks at him at the beginning, she leaves use it to turn invisible. So, like, it, her power is very much something that she needs to learn how to use it, but not hide behind. Right. Um, so, you know what? To end things on a lighter note, actually, yeah. uh, the ending scene or the, what, up to the big fight, they, they, they flee the island and they're going to get to the robot and they get this RV that they fly across the ocean uh, somehow with a rocket. And then they go to land this RV. And so like he, they let go of the glider and uh, everyone gets the thing and he steps on the gas and somehow they land the RV at high speed falling out of the sky and yeah, it's yeah. fine. And then the end of that RV ride is that it also spirals out of control and rolls like five, six times into a parking spot. And yeah. I'm just like, one is they had a perfectly easy way to explain this away by just have Violet use her forest field when they're landing. But right. still, the other thing is, I'm just like, what does Disney or, or Pixar think RVs are made out of? Right, right, right. That RV, I just like, I'm just like, what the hell? How how do you explain this? Because that RV goes through so much, and they they, they get out and they're just fine. <laughs> the kids actually laugh about it. They're like, woo! And I'm just like, oh, Dash is just RV? having a blast with it. Yeah, he absolutely loved it. Oh yeah. I'm going to say right. it's made out of whatever that refrigerator was made out of in, like, the Indiana Jones Indiana movie. Jones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, it's that. same material. It it's the same be. material. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. You're good. <laughs> uh, I did like that, though. It kind of reminded me a little, like, Ace Ventura when he does, like, the roll into the parking spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave me that vibe. So I was like just like, <laughs> yeah. Like a glove. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimbo, you got one? You got the, uh, you got a point to make? Any, yeah. Uh, any final thoughts? Yeah. I thought it was very funny. Okay. That um, when she calls in the favor to get the jet, right? She when They have to get a jet to go to the island, right? Right, 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 right. She calls in a favor. And in order to show you that she's calling in a favor, she holds up a picture of the pilot. But the place that she got the picture from was from her mantle, which has a picture of her family, a picture of her husband, and then a picture of a pilot. That's the three people that she has accepted in his <laughs> er, in her life as being the most important people to be in her life. You know, yeah. 
Pretty and randomly a picture of uh is that is that uh Dick Buckus? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, Jim, you know, I mean I can go get one. Like I have a picture of my grandparents and then a picture of me and my brother. And then I have a picture of the last Southwest airline pilot I flew with. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> pilots you've flown with. Everyone's I have a, yeah, I have a picture of my, he- of myself. I have a picture of my girlfriend. I have a picture of my family. And then I have uh, a Mike Schmidt bobblehead. Oh, you're going to skip past your two cardboard cutouts of yourself. I do have two part cardboard cutouts of myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, um, no, that was it, Kai. Uh, go ahead. Cool. Uh, I just wanted to point out some of my funniest moments that I really loved. Um, when he injected uh, Jason Lee's character syndrome uh, out of the car, I thought that was just like so fucking stupid and delightful. Because who wouldn't just want? Yeah, like I know I was just talking about how he was way too mean to that kid, but I still found that absolutely hilarious. I found Never the would happen tra- now. What's up? Never would happen now. I don't th- know if I could see. I don't know if there would be a movie nowadays where they'd be like, and then he, the kids. and then he shoots a child out of the car. That'll be I hilarious. Agree. And I'm like, yeah, it would be hilarious. But nowadays it would be. Yeah. Th- this is my old man talking. Like, oh, nowadays we don't get to punch kids anymore. <laughs> um, well, on the sweeter side of, of child- relationships with uh, with children in this movie, I love that tricycle kid. That whole like him just yeah. witnessing him, uh, you know, lift a car was just so good. What uh, do you want? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It was just so sweet. Like, um, I don't know. All the, all the, honestly, all the moments in this movie. Like, I don't think there was really a bad scene. No. Is that, no. is that fair to say? Like, I don't, I don't think there was a scene where I was like, fuck that scene. Didn't need it. They, um, there's a scene in this movie that I, I, one of the best Pixar scenes that, uh, that I can think of, which is the scene of them in the plane and, uh, Violet unable to make a force field around the uh, around mm-hmm. the plane. That the way that plane, the way that scene, like what's going on, the message of the scene, what's like, what's the subtext of the scene, what's really happening, how oh, yeah. it all plays out. The pacing of the scene is incredible. Uh, oh. Even the even the editing of it is top notch. Oh, one of my favorite scenes in a movie ever. Yeah, I mean, I they're all scene. the way that they're like all soaked, and also like the tr- like just the honesty to like that parenting moment, and also how I love how Dash is like, we're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, one one for me is actually when Dash is running from the. Which actually, I wrote down this note that uh, running at high uh, at super speeds or flying a pl- uh, aircraft at super speeds through a jungle is. <laughs> Like, just running in general through a jungle you don't know is you're going to break your ankle. So I'm like, at super speed, you're 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 all, you're both dead. But anyways, when Das is running through the jungle, then he comes to the lake and he, you know, I just like that realization of like he he's never ran on water before. So he doesn't because he's never he's not allowed to use his power. So he doesn't right. know like, oh. I, so he just takes off and like just he just he has his eyes closed and then like when he realizes he's still going he's like awesome and like keeps yeah. running like it's just like it's a true experience of that because like yeah he's never gotten to use his powers to his full extent and so when he's running on the water and it's just like that realization that he can do this it's just yeah it's pretty cool well I mean we've all seen videos of younger kids just living their fucking best life and that's exactly what that moment is it's just the pure honesty of a child just like unapologetically living his like just thriving. Living like, his best life while being chased by a psycho killer. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> in that moment, you take a second yeah. to you take a win, you know? <laughs> I, lo- I love later on, too, when uh, when Bob's like, when, when they're talking about what happened, and he goes, and that time you 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 ran on water! Whoa! Like, was, his him appreciating his son's achievement. I love that. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think uh, another one, if you it just go for, you know, while while I've talked up, you know, you said the elitist pitcher and all that stuff. And, yeah. you know, the, one thing I think is uh, one of the best moments, though, is at the end when he's like telling uh, telling Helen, he's like, no, you stay here with the kids. I got to go fight this thing. And she's like, no, we do this together. And he's like, he's like, I, he's like, I need you to stay. And he's like, I'm not strong enough. And she's like, oh, what? This is going to make you stronger. And he's like, no, oh, I can't lose yeah. you. He's like, I'm not yeah. strong enough to lose you. And I, I think that's a very heartfelt moment. I mean, it, he, it was definitely right that she needed to show him like, well, you can't treat me like I'm porcelain either. Well, but yeah. just him immediately like, no, it has nothing to do with his physical strength or anything. It's just like he can't imagine a world where his like he he had experienced that temporarily and it was the most you know the most uh fucked up thing he's ever had to deal with in his life and so now that he has him back it's like i can't go through that again right it just i mean it shows this is all this the 60s it's a reflection of our society and we're still working on admitting how we're feeling and one of the things uh is it seems to be in movies and also reality uh like the husband the man in that scenario has a hard time expressing that he's yep. afraid of something it's not that he yep. you know that that the fear is the backbone of his actions um and unfortunately the consequence of that is sometimes deciding what's best for your partner we should probably not decide what's best for women. Um, not a good idea. Um, so, but it, there is that thing, and I understand it. It's based out of like this loving narrative that we put in movies, and also, I like it's it is based in just like I like I get the honesty and the rawness yeah. of that, but to not give agency, it also still like kind of Which puts is, it like a just like he thinks he's only capable yeah. of being the hero. He does that in within his own family, like. Yep. You know, he, once again, like I said, leaning on the the Helen is a badass. Like, see, is like, no, no fuck like, you, dude. If yeah. we do it together, you won't have to. Like, so, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. Like, it's not all about you, and you're not going to lose us if we work together and stuff. So it's like, it, it, it's 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 a it's a good like, the movie. The movie has a lot of good a lot of good notes. It's just you know also. It's, it's, I think it's good to see the, the reflection of like, okay, you can learn from it. It's just her saying, no, I have agency. And that's yeah. what her, her kind of thing is. It's like, I'm going to have agency over what I'm doing and you're going to fucking deal with it. And him yeah. just learning to eat his fucking pride. Um, because yeah, I mean, I don't know why I keep referencing this, but I keep, it, bring, it reminds me of like the Fonz energy where you can't admit that you're wrong because mm -hmm. you have too much pride. Um, and it's mostly built off of just, you know, a man, be a man. Um, yep. And yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why I see this and also like I see a lot of parallels to Superman with him um, in that like he's kind of like this intentionally. I think yeah. he's kind of made like this, to fill that role. Yeah, he's like the you know, he keeps the status quo. Um, he's not necessarily particularly like if you think about it, like it's like he's doing the thing It kind of reminds me of how my discomfort when I play Spider-Man where like Spider-Man's just like busting up drug deals that even haven't even happened yet. Like they mm -hmm. just like. He just kind of mindlessly solves the thing and then helps the cops without actually questioning, like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is the motivation? Like, he almost just does it for, like, they kind of make it look like he's just doing it for the rush. Um, yeah. No, he's he's doing it because uh, he's doing it for selfish reasons. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, to me, that's not exactly the best. When you're doing it so mindlessly and not really connecting to what you're doing, to me, that's not really a hero. Um I don't know. I'm getting all pissed off at heroes. I don't know. I, I'm not much of a comic person. If you're if you're a comic book person, and you want to talk to me about the nuance of all these characters and the history of the ways we've written heroes. There's stuff I don't get, but it's hard not to just get into this kind of stuff now with a lens of 2022 and just be like, well, that's stupid. I uh, mean, this is the point of the Watchmen comic book is 
the idea of uh, superheroes. If superheroes were real, let's be honest, it would be more of a it would be more of a selfish thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Depending yeah. on. And they'd all have their own motivations. I mean, it's, what I like about because I, I I'm not heavy into comics, but I have gotten to them a little bit. But what I like about comics is that uh, is that yeah, you're portraying these heroes who, for me, it's a it's a way to step outside of reality. Because like you were saying, if we had true heroes, it's it sucks to say it, but like yeah, they'd be out for there'd be. I mean, sure, maybe there might be one or two good ones, but most of them would be out for their own good. They, it'd be yeah. their own selfless desires. And so, what I like about comics is I get to live in a fantasy world where somehow there's a hero like Superman, or even though Superman's not one I like because he's too powerful. But anyways, but like yeah. Superman or the Green Lantern, who has all this power and is still a good person because sadly. That doesn't seem to exist <laughs> when you yeah. have all this. Yeah. Power. Um, he, and, but he, in, and also on the other side of the coin, it's also like I also can admit that and this comes down mainly to the the ones like Iron Man and Batman. I also can admit that Bruce Wayne and Tony Stark could do so much better for the 100%. world as Bruce Wayne and Tony Stark and just using yep. their money than putting on a suit and beating up guys at, at, at all the time. I can admit I still love Bruce. Ray, Batman is still my favorite hero of all time. Yep. But I will hands down say, oh, no, Bruce Wayne could no. do so much more. Yeah. Bruce Wayne, a, the, which is the flaw of his character, which yeah. they go over this in the comic book, is he's a very selfish. He's a very selfish person. He's very self-centered. He he thinks that this is what this is what will solve his own trauma. When yeah. in reality, he could he if he he has billions of dollars, he's going to be able yeah. to no. he's going to be able to solve more. Say, start a, start a hashtag. Share some light on some social media to a cause, mm-hmm. and people will be like, "All right, cool. Just become an influencer, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Just do that. <laughs> get on TikTok. Yeah, that, change the that's world. A, These influencers are really let's, changing let's get the world. Comic out there where Bruce Wayne stops being Matt Man becomes a, a TikTok influencer. Yeah, <laughs> and that's like, the one all the kids want to read. <laughs> you know, honestly, in today's day and age, they might want to read a comic about a TikTok influencer. You know, I'd read you know, that like, comic. As I get older, my bad ideas are becoming just more reasonable to me. I don't know what that's about, <laughs> but it's maybe I'm just tired and reality is already weird enough as it is. <laughs> so I'm just like, sure, <laughs> that can yeah. exist. Uh, there's an app for everything for me twice a day <laughs> that I come up with. It. Um, all right. I think we I think we talked about Incredibles. I, I don't know if there's necessarily is there anything untouched that uh, just as a, as a final opportunity? Nah. Okay, well, we did it, y'all. Uh, that's a podcast. So before we uh, close out, I want to give you uh, a big thank you uh, for coming back again. Uh, the one thing we didn't say off the get-go is you are a returning guest. So anybody listening, uh, please go back and listen to uh, more of the, the – we have the Jurassic Park uh, Lost World. I always mix it up. It's Lost World Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just want to mess that one up. On that episode, I got it wrong also. So yeah, why, did they, right. why did they fuck it up with that title, guys? Come on now. Um, but yeah, if you – if you want to see the second, uh, listen to us talk about the second best uh, Jurassic Park movie, uh, go back to that. Uh, aside from that, please uh, tell us, uh, Donnell, what is what is out here? I know we've mentioned uh, your podcast, so please tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I am one half of the duo of watching it. Uh, we are basically uh, I, we're not a review. We're a conversation podcast we're not a review we do talk about the shows and what we think but we 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 cover we cover a lot of disney uh marvel disney slash star wars properties uh we've discovered but also outside of that we're we cover star a lot of star trek stuff uh because we're doing picard right now we've done lower decks um and we're we're just kind of just a general show we don't know what we're going to cover until we look at the kind of like what's coming out what interests us um so yeah just Right, so right now we're doing uh, Snowpiercer, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Star, right. Star Trek Picard, and we're going to be picking up Moon Knight, which starts this week. Um, yes. Or I guess actually when this comes out, it has already started since this is happening in the future. It's always weird. Talking on podcasts is always weird with scheduling. Like, is this is is this going to happen before or after this event? Yeah, right, right, um, right. But yeah, so uh, but so yeah, we will be covering Moon Knight. Um, but when this comes out, we'll actually be right in the thick of that. Um, looking forward to that. And like I said, pretty much if you want to know what we're going to cover, there's a high chance if it's a if it's a Marvel property, we're going to cover it. If it's a Star Trek property, we're going to yeah. cover it. We cover stuff outside of that, like Doom Patrol, Peacemaker, okay. and stuff but and talk and then we also cover movies we haven't done it as much recently but definitely want to get back into it just kind of giving our our takes on different movies and what we like we like to try and pick stuff that's not like the big mainstream stuff so no we're not going to be talking about the new spider-man or batman or whatever but we like to i think our next thing we've kind of been tossing around is the movie mortal engines um that came out a little bit ago it's gotten a really bad rep i have never seen it but robert loves it so i'm gonna gonna give it a see where i stand if and see what we got uh so we're gonna be covering that um we have a which this will be out afterwards so go check out our april fools episode uh we're doing something special for that um this will be out before our 100th episode and definitely check that out because we are gonna have kai and jim on along hey hell yeah um it's going to be a lot of fun, and yeah. Um, and then you also said I could promote some stuff. Yeah, uh, promote, so I have two things. Yeah. One thing is a show we're not covering, um, but is what I will say the best show on TV right now is called Severance. Okay. So Apple TV. Um, My girlfriend and I are watching it, it right now. Exactly. It is fantastic. I hate that it's on Apple TV because I feel like because it's on Apple TV, not enough people know about it because yeah, it's no on a closed platform. Um, but it is fantastic I, i'm not even gonna tell you anything just, i have to just, do i have to pay for it is apple tv money you do but I'll get a free trial and i'll just plow through it I'll there's just do other that. ways yeah and yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure you get a free trial with apple for a little bit um but yeah so check out severance everybody we're i'm just gonna keep hopping that up because i want more people to know about it um and then another thing i'm gonna promote just in general uh just in life you say i can promote something i want to promote the concept of don't be a dick yeah. like seriously yeah. um, well, that's solid advice I, I, you, you, you see it all along, all the time. Just people for no reason, just being a dick or an asshole because they can. And I just like, I don't get it. And so I would encourage people, just don't. Just like, I'm not saying you got to be 100% pleasant all the time, but maybe instead of, you know, if you're feeling, just, just walk away or just don't, just don't. So that's what I want to promote. Don't be a dick. Yes. Yeah, next time you're thinking about being a dick, count to three and go. Do I need to be a dick right it's here? It's not worth it. It's not worth a dick right here. Most time you can walk away or just deal with something. Just, just don't. It's not worth it. And so that's that's that that's what I want to leave with. <laughs> well, I'm gonna double down a little bit also on your uh, for anybody listening. Uh, there is information about how you can check into the Watching It podcast uh, in the yeah. description. So go I, backwards. Uh, watching It podcast yeah. on Instagram, if I'm not mistaken. Watching uh, It. Yeah. What is it on Twitter? A, uh, watch at at Watching It Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a website where if you don't want to find the Twitter and all this stuff, you can find us at oh. watchpodcast.com or is it watchnetpod.com? Damn it. Hang on one second. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'll edit it. Sure. It will be it's, flawless. It's watch, don't, no, don't leave it in. It's great oh. this way. Uh, it's watchnetpod.com. We, that's where we have all of our episodes, all the different streaming services that you can catch our episodes along with our Twitter, Instagram, um, Supposed to have our Patreon, but it doesn't. So I got to figure out how to get that on there. But there's not much going on with our Patreon right now. Um, but yeah, you just check out our stuff there. Um, 
Uh, the, that and the other thing, uh, as I will say, uh, watching it definitely saves your butt on shit you don't need to watch. So thank you for watching all the things. So a lot of people like myself don't have to. Um, it is one of those podcasts that you can listen to without watching the content. You, you can do that. If you're one of those people who doesn't mind spoilers a little bit uh, and you're curious to just get a little info on the first episode, fucking pop in there and, and check it out. Um, or if you want to listen to Donnell and I um, talk about our uh, favorite kind of go-to childhood films, uh, go check out that episode. Uh, I was happy to guest over on that one as well. Um, but that's it. We did it, y'all. Um, come back uh, soon, please, and we'll talk about uh, A Bug's Life 2 uh, at some point when it finally fucking comes out. Uh, we're going to be back next week. We're going to continue on with Incredibles 2. We're actually going to be having Alonzo from the Back Look Cinema podcast. Um, and he's, we're going to be getting more into the movie that took fucking 14 years to put out for some reason. And we'll see how we feel about it. Jim, you want to tell the audience you love them? You haven't told them you love them in a while. I love you. What's that from? That's from a movie. Is it? I, I thought I would just made it up. <laughs> oh, it's from it's from. Oh, ready for this? Hold on. It's what we almost called the podcast. Too many home alone. It's from the movie. It's when they're in the hotel room. I, you know, like uh, I'm like I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. And it, they all have to say I love you. You don't remember this? Goodbye, Good everybody. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to Patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect. <laughs>